This is Fantasy Intervention. Now here to intervene with your fantasy life, Dave Kluge. Good afternoon. Thank you for joining for another episode of Dave's Weekend Warm-Up. We have had some fantastic guests over the last couple of weeks, and uh, we're, we're going to keep it going today with somebody that I am extremely excited about. Uh, two weeks ago, we had Ian Harditz with PFF. We had Mike Tagliari with Fantasy Pros. And this week, we have Joe Bryant with Football Guys. Um, Joe, why don't you uh, introduce yourself to anybody that doesn't know who you are and uh, let us know about some things that you got going on right now. Well, thanks for having me, guys. This is fun, and, and hats off to you guys. You're crushing it early on, and and uh, I remember those days. That's that's fun when everything is in front of you, and um, you know it, it's challenging, but fun too. That's awesome. Yeah, we new for us was 22 years ago. We started in in late '99, 2000. So um, we've been doing this a long time, football guys, um, and it's just a we've got a a team of about 60 people. Um, eight full-time folks and then then a bunch of people that that contribute other things for us and, and we try to be you know a, a pretty wide range we you know do everything from idp to dfs to dynasty to um you know keep a uh, best ball auction all that and, and be the source for people playing fantasy football absolutely um yeah and i mean you know normally anybody that watches this show knows that i am an analytical guy and typically what we're doing is we're diving deep into numbers and analytics and trying to help you with your fantasy football roster. But today's show is going to be a little bit different. Um, having Joe Bryan on here, we're going to talk a bit about the business behind it and what it was like to start a website, how that's changed over the last, you know, 21, 22 years. And then uh, before we get into that, though, I got, you know, everybody here knows Chase Vernon, but Chase, why don't you let everybody know what you got going on? I know we had a huge show yesterday that I'm sure you want to talk about just a little bit. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Last night or yesterday afternoon, we had Jason Moore on, which was absolutely amazing. Uh, one of my favorite podcasts I've ever done officially now. So very, very stoked with to have Jason Moore on yesterday. You guys need to go to YouTube.com slash Fantasy Intervention. Once again, that's YouTube.com slash Fantasy Intervention. Make sure you guys check that out. And then following that, we had Ryan McDowell on. And Ryan was just fun. Like We just had a blast you know, at night like just sitting there and crushing the show with him. You guys need to go check that one out as well at youtube.com slash fantasy intervention. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm going to drill it into y'all's heads. <laughs> You're making it rough on me, guys, following Jason and Ryan. Those are those are two rock stars there. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's kind of crazy. A couple months ago, we were looking at some of these people, and I was like, man, I'd, I'd love to have somebody like that on my show. And now it's just been, like, nonstop. You know, uh, you know, pe- people want to join the circle, and it's been awesome, awesome to see grow. Um, and, and, Joe, I just want to let you know, first of all, how – beloved you are in the community when i put that tweet out this morning saying that i was going to have you um you know I've, I've i've pumped up other people before saying hey i got mike coming on and you know i might get a message or two here but my inbox exploded today when i said that you were coming on i mean people that have been uh, playing kind, game, people that have been playing this game for a long time know you i mean I, I feel like i know you better than you know me because i've been seeing your name in my inbox every single day for the last five or six years with that daily newsletter um so those of you that aren't familiar with football guys it's a one-stop shop fantasy football website they offer rankings, podcasts, draft kits, injury updates, anything else that you could possibly imagine. It's been endorsed by huge names like Matthew Barry and Adam Schefter. Um, they burst onto the scene with a daily email newsletter and, and a message board, but they've just become a staple in the industry ever since. So we're going to start first by talking a little bit about football, guys, what it was like to build a website from the ground up. Um, we're going to ask Joe for some tips and trip, tips and tricks for some other aspiring entrepreneurs out there. And finally, uh, you know, it would be crazy not to talk about the Super Bowl, considering we're just a few days away. Yeah, I hear there's a big game coming up or something. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I heard uh, you got uh, Tom Brady going against Patrick something Mahomes. Like I, think, yeah. I think those guys are supposed to be pretty good. Right. Um, well, real quick, so, let me interrupt you real yeah. quick, Dave, because yeah. I just want to give a huge, huge shout out to Joe. Uh, he's doing something wonderful for us and for the team. Once we end up hitting uh, a certain amount of miles or a certain amount of followers on YouTube, I think we're going to set the goal at 500, at 750, and then, of course, 1K. Joe has actually decided to give our followers the premium, the premium all-pro package over there for 
uh, football guys website. And I am stoked on that. Like that is insane. That's something like, I mean, that's a $60 value out of season, right? You right. get $10 off if you get it right now. And then it's $70 mm. in season. So go subscribe on our YouTube page, youtube.com slash fantasy intervention and win a chance, win a chance to get a football guys premium package. They're all pro package. I'm stoked on that. Yeah, what all details in that? What do you get with that, Joe? It, that's everything we do, um, guys. It, that's that's both DFS and the season long stuff. So it's it's everything from draft kit all the way till Super Bowl. So it covers all of that. Awesome. Yeah, we'll we'll dive into that. We're going to talk about the league dominator a little bit later on this show. But let's uh let's kind of get right off the bat here and, and dive in. As I mentioned, I became a, a fan of football guys years ago before I ever even thought about being in the fantasy football industry when I was just a consumer playing, you know, all the time. I was on your email list and loved the content, and I still use your draft summary feature to this day. If anybody doesn't know, you just rate my fantasy football team. Football Guys has this awesome tool where they'll give you a full breakdown. Uh, but my first question, did you ever expect Football Guys to be this big when you started back in 1999? You know, that's that's one of those things that, I mean, no, I, I didn't. I, well, let me say this. I hoped it would be. This, this was the plan. This was the plan. I mean, it was, I, I was, you know, probably not that different than you guys. I was, uh, you know, I had a, another busy job and I had a young, at that time, a six-year-old and a three-year-old and a uh, one-year-old and one not much longer after that. So, I, I mean, I didn't have a lot of extra time. So I knew it had to be something that was going to, you know, hopefully grow to this. Now, you say, well, yeah, this is big now. And we've, I mean, we're, we've been super blessed and fortunate to, I mean, we're almost now to 500,000 subscribers on the, on the list there. And that, but now I've also had 20 years to get there, 22 years. So it's like, you know, I mean, that, that you got to look at the, the, the length of time we've been at this and, and adding it. So yeah, we, we sort of, this was always sort of what we envisioned. Um, and it just, the thing for me, I, I, I've always I've been a lifelong entrepreneur. It's all I've ever done. I, I started in, in 1990. Uh, we started a co-founded a boat company manufacturing boats, Bryant boats, and and the internet to me. And we've done a little bit. So I, I'd always had the idea of you know you buy raw materials and bring them in the loading dock and do your process, whatever you're doing to it, and ship a finished good out the other end. And if you want to double your revenue, you need to buy twice as much raw materials or get a building bigger or hire more people and that was always just how you know that was how that's, that was just everybody's dna and then you know, I, the internet came along and it was basically like a free printing press it seemed like it's like wait a minute i can service one customer or a thousand customers and it costs the same and and that light just went off and and it was like wow this is like this feels like a ponzi scheme or something it's like can this be real that you know you don't have to spend any more money to ideally generate more money and and so we went all in on that and wound up for a long time i, I operated both businesses we ran the boat company and football guys together and then about five years ago sold the boat company so yeah, it's been a, it's been a long journey, but yeah, to answer as long as we answer your question, I'd hope it would be here, get to this point, and this was kind of the plan. Well, that's awesome. I mean, twenty years ago, I don't even think people saw the internet being what it is today, but to have yeah. that foresight, it's just absolutely awesome. Um, and and one thing I've noticed about your site is that when it comes to your content creators you don't really have a type. It seems like a lot of websites, yeah. you know, some are all about film grinding, some are hardcore into the analytics, and you seem to have this really healthy mix of both. So when you're bringing in a new content creator, um, and, and I'm sure a lot of people right now that are listening to this are going to be wondering the same thing. What can somebody do to kind of set themselves apart and, and, and catch somebody's like, like your eye in the industry? Yeah. And that's a, that's a great question. Um, and if I've got and really that's mainly my job now. I mean, I, my, I, if I've got a superpower, it's I'm, I'm pretty good at discernment or whatever and picking. And I mean, I, I love our guys and, and, and our staff. And I think we've got a, a really great team there. And, and but you're right. They're diverse. And, and, and I think it does. And part, I think the answer to that is is our audience is pretty diverse. And, you know, we've, we've got a pretty wide range of people that are looking for fantasy football information. And, you know, you have some that are your, I mean, you know, you can do your customer avatars or whatever, but uh, one of our 
one of ours would be the super hardcore person that's in, you know, a dozen leagues and he's a, 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 a you know, a dynasty guy or a Debbie guy. And he's, he's really, you know, he cannot get enough. He's a power user. And that person wants detailed analysis. He wants film breakdown and he wants, you know, you know, really diving deep. You got another person that might be, you know, a, 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 a person that's in there and they just have a young family or they've got busy job obligations and they might've been that power user a few years ago. Well, now they've, life has happened and, and they've got other things pushing and they don't have all that time anymore. So for them, they want us to curate. That's our job. It's like we're, we're picking and condensing and giving almost like a, a need to know report. And so you really do focus on a couple of different things and, and to attract a wider range, a wider audience, it takes different kind of content. So yeah, we've got some people and it's funny if you, when I'll ask people, I'll meet someone and, and they'll say, Oh, I love this. You know, I love Matt Waldman or I love Sigmund Bloom. And, and, and you can kind of tell they like the type. I mean, they, they, you know, right. lots of people, very few people read everything that we do. Um, most people have, you know, certain features that they dig into and it's, it's just really what works for them. Yeah. I, I personally am a Sigmund guy myself. I mean, everybody, I, I read his everybody's he's, Sigmund he's, guy. Yeah. He's fantastic. How can right. you not be? Right. What was it? Please? Obviously, you know, it, it definitely has evolved and fantasy has evolved as a whole, essentially over the what past 20 years, but right. You know, when you were starting your company, I think that's kind of right around the same time that Dynasty was starting to gain a little bit of traction. Mm -hmm. So did you start out just redraft or were you diverse from the start? Pretty diverse from the start. Yeah, it was it was a thing. Chase, when we you know, it's funny, I, I grew up like a lot of people playing rotisserie baseball, you know, before it was yep. really fantasy football yep. was just, you know, not even a thing. And 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 that was by definition, I don't know for me, you guys are that, but I mean, there used to be like the official book. I mean, Daniel Ogrent yeah. and those guys wrote a book every year and it had all the rules and, and it was very um, structured. I mean, you, there weren't very many people that got off the rules. I mean, you played AL only or NL only and you use their scoring system and their auction value. And you, and you mailed in your, uh, you your, mailed your in, yeah, you had a, right. <laughs> I was yeah, there. Yeah, you mailed in or got it by fax and, and, uh, Yep. Yeah, those are the old days, but, but so you had, um, and then by definition that in effect was dynasty somewhat in that you carried contracts over and, and yep. you got some of that. So that sort of started that way. And then when, when football started, it was much less structured. It was kind of, Hey, these, some of these guys are going to do standard scoring and some are going to do PPR and some are going to do dynasty and some are going to do redraft every, you know, every year. And, you know, DFS wasn't even a thing back then, but it was, it, so there were, the thing that was differentiating about football scene was there were a lot more different styles and different ways to play. And we figured out pretty early, you know, it's always whatever you don't have is what everyone wants to talk about. You know, if, say if you do an app and you only do, you know, Apple, then the, the you know, the Android guys yell. And so it's like the same way if you didn't have IDP or if you didn't have dynasty content, you get a lot of people asking and, the danger in that, and maybe as for you guys are thinking about, you have to be careful that you don't try to become all things to all people and wind up diluting the whole thing. So um, that's, that's great advice. And, yeah, and it, that actually, that, that kind of sets up for my next question, because I, I, I was wondering, I mean, obviously fantasy football has changed drastically over the last 20 years, and especially probably over the last five or six is when we've seen the most change. So mm -hmm. do you think that with all of these new styles of fantasy, you know, keeper leagues, dynasty leagues, DFS, best ball, guillotine, playoff, I, I mean, you can just keep going. Um, has that made it harder for you to keep up? Or do you think it's made it easier because you get so many more opportunities to create different types of content? I, I think both, Dave. I mean, it's, it's, it's created opportunity for, I mean, we always say, I mean, like, you know, this is our, and you guys have this, I know too, the, the challenge is, you know, it's Sunday morning and three guys have scratched that you didn't plan on and everybody's scrambling and we're yelling, we, you know, this is hard and this is a challenge. And, 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 and I'm the guys like, yeah, but that's why they need us. You know, I mean, if I, if everybody did exact, if every player performed exactly like you thought they would starting in May, you wouldn't need football guys. You wouldn't need intervention. I mean, it would be like, where, so that has, in a way, that's job for us. I mean, like, yes, somebody's got to react to this and somebody's got to, you know, handle this. And so, yeah, when we see a new, I mean, Paul Charchian is a great friend at, at guillotine leagues and that's a super fun way to play. And, and in effect, that's just like opportunity for us. We see that as like, Hey, yes, that's a way, 
because it can get kind of stale. If all you did was redraft, it's just like, you know, it's all the same. And so I, I love the new stuff. I mean, Scott Fish has been super, you guys know Scott, maybe it yep. doing, I mean. Scott, that, it, Scott's in the chat right now. <laughs> okay. Hey, Scott. Um, but I mean, like, like he's been awesome about pushing new stuff, new score, you know, I mean, no, well, now it's not so crazy, but super flex or, or first down scoring or, or those kind of things. And so I love it. I mean, it just makes it, you know, it just makes it more fun, more interesting and, and I always tell people, I mean, and that's sort of been our thing at Football Guys is a more of a personalization. You're able to, we're able to cater our projections and our, you know, our advice based on what you tell us about your league. Well, it may, as you guys know, it makes a ton of difference. I mean, a quarterback value in a, a 10 team, you know, one QB league versus a 14 team super flex league. I mean, it's crazy. You know I mean? Like yeah. Matthew Stafford can be, or Jared Goff. Now, I liked your, your, I'm with you, I think Chase on, on golf, but I like, you know, that, that makes a ton of difference. So you say, well, what, how good is, you know, where should golf be drafted? So you got to tell me about your league before I can tell you where golf ought to be drafted. And, and so when, when people have weird scoring to me, that's a huge edge. I mean, the hardest, the hardest league for a, 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 a shark player to play in is a league that's super standard and every, then you get, anybody can walk in and do pretty good. I mean, I, I think if you're a, you know, if you're a sharp player, you like weird scoring and weird rules and whatever, because that plays to your expertise. Yep. But, yeah, I've, so we been like slowly, I've, I've been slowly adding these caveats into my home league every single yeah. year. And I feel like it just makes it more advantageous for me because I, I understand it. So, it um, yeah, ab- absolutely. I mean, the game has changed so much over the last few years. But, uh, yeah, it, it, it's fun. You know, before I was creating content, I was just your normal redraft every single year with the same right. group of guys. And then once you start finding out about Superflex and Dynasty and you see right. this whole other world of fantasy football, it just it makes it so much more fun, in my opinion. Right. Yeah, I'm um, gonna do a, a thought too back on what you said. The, the yeah. first other question about what kind of people we're looking for, and and this is again, I don't, I don't. You guys don't need advice. Obviously, you're crushing it. But the, the I would say what's worked for us is is like first and foremost, we've tried to gather good people around us. Not, I mean, that, I, I don't care how smart you are and all that. If you're not someone I want to hang out with, it's not gonna work. And and. Now, not to say there's a lot of that works for other sites, maybe, and and they have a different flavor, a different edge, or whatever. But but we've that's been, that's been you know my opinion of it is I you know this this is it's hard enough doing this stuff, and I mean it is it's a fun topic, but it can be work, and and so if it's going to be work, let's do it with people I like working with, and yeah. and so that was kind of our our first thing, and just surround yourself with good people and 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 that you know the rest comes i think that's exactly what we're doing right now chase would you say that we have a type over at fantasy intervention i don't i don't think so we should just add joe to the group chat for like 24 hours i mean he'll probably leave after like 15 minutes because it'll be 600 messages deep but i mean we and i think a lot of this i think a lot of this has to do with you know it being this uh, you know, during COVID, I think a lot of people are well, isolated. Yeah. But but the way that the way that this fantasy intervention team has just bonded over the last couple of months, it is it's a sight to see. I mean, these That's these are awesome. people that I I consider genuine friends of mine. It's it's been a lot of fun watching this grow over the last few months. A- absolutely. Um, so yeah, we are, real quick, real quick, yeah. Steph does bring up a good point, Joe. The way that we're actually building uh, this company is by helping individual people that are part of our our I guess umbrella essentially. We're building up their brands, and in turn, it will help us grow and build. But essentially, we're just giving them a platform to be able to produce whatever kind of content they want. You know, as long as it's you know good content. Obviously, mm-hmm. we don't want to put out you know some junk, but we're letting them build their brand underneath our umbrella, and that's kind of the whole atmosphere that I wanted to create when I had this this mindset for this company. And it's something as to where you know so far it's been working. So uh, I'm excited really to get to the next level. Yeah, everybody has their own brand pretty much, and we're just kind of helping each other get to that next level. It's 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 really, really fun to be a part of. Um, so we mentioned at the beginning of the show that you're gonna be giving us um, you know, a few a few giveaways. All right, so so we got Troy here saying do not go in the group chat. Um he, 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 Troy <laughs> Troy still hasn't recovered, but uh yeah, it is it is definitely an awesome part of being a part of the circle. Um so so we mentioned the giveaways. Uh, you know, we we've got three of these uh packages that we get to offer. Um, so a lot of the features that you offer and some people would argue are some of your best features are free. You know, you get to go and and you get to rate your team after a draft, snap counts, red zone looks, target counts, defensive game logs. I mean, those are, 
when I'm when I'm putting my show sheets and articles together, I'm spending about 80% of my time on football guys, you know, with the, that great free Good. content that you offer. So what's your what's your quick pitch as to why somebody who's already using the free football guys content should upgrade to a paid membership? You know, we'll give you a little bit of platform here to, to sell well, your site. <laughs> you know, thank you, buddy. And that 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 is the million dollar question, right? Of like how much free, where is that line? And we knew early on that i mean it, you know it's kind of two ways to build a, a an internet business now you have a subscription model like a you know magazines and that's that's nothing new i mean magazines have been doing that for you know ever and or you have completely free and and work off of advertising and you have you know you try to make your money with ads i, I never felt comfortable depending on ads i just didn't want our income stream to be dependent on marketing executives at coca-cola somewhere and I wanted it to be dependent on a closer, you know, what do you want direct to consumer, however you want to call it relationship with that customer. If we're doing good content, they're going to pay us money and subscribe. And so we basically, we do some ads, but it's not, it's, it's more icing on the cake than it is any type of thing we depend on. So um, when you do that, then you've got to figure out, okay, where is that? Where is that tipping point? How much do you give away for free? And then what do you charge for? If you give away too much for free, nobody there was like, well, why would I buy that? And then you give, you don't give enough away for free. You don't, you know, everyone hates you. It's like, I, I, they only give this tiny little sliver away and no one, you know, I don't, either they don't, they don't, you don't have enough or they don't see enough. They don't, they, sometimes the, the free content is a lot like a, a free trial and they want to, they want to try this out and decide whether they trust you or not. So we don't know we have I mean, 20 you know plus years into this i'm not going to say we have it right but but it, it it's worked pretty well ours a lot of it's time dependent i mean you know we'll give a lot away more free away earlier in the year and as the season interest ramps up and the more people get involved more and more things start going behind the paywall but things like the email update that stays free year round i mean that's that is that's been our, our connection, our, our, you know, staying in front of their face each day and, and being reminded that we're still here. So that's always been free. Um, so it's a balance, but the, the, again, a long way of answering your question, the, probably the biggest thing is personalization. If you really want me to, you know, we'll, we'll give a ranking set here, but if you want to know what we think about your super flex 14 team, you know, league with three wide receivers, you need to pay and get behind that stuff's more behind the paywall, but it's yeah. constant. We're constantly arguing and fighting over what we should give away and what we should, you know, what we should hold back. And so, you know, of course the, all the customers think we give away too much. So once you've, once you've bought, you know, you're like, Hey, I don't want right. my buddies getting it. <laughs> yep. and, and here's the other, you, you guys will hit this soon. Uh, you know, you get to a point where you're everybody's secret weapon. Nobody wants to share it. You know, it's, it's a point where it's like, I mean, if I had a nickel for every time somebody said, man, you're my, I love you guys, but I would never tell anybody about you. I'm like, thank you. You know, in a way that's a compliment. Um, and we learned that we, we did t-shirts one year. We just printed all these t-shirts, great price, had a cool design on it. And, and I'm thinking, you know, we got all these subscribers and I'm going to sell a ton of these. And we like sold like 20 of them. Like nobody would, I mean, nobody would buy one. And I'm like, what, how can we have, you know, all this subscribers, you know, these many people subscribing and nobody will buy a t-shirt. And I started asking, he's like, dude, I'm not wearing that to my draft. I'm not, I'm not going to tell anybody about football guys. <laughs> I'm like, thank you, but you know, you're killing me here. God, come so, on, help me out. Word of mouth. That's yeah. right. That's right. So, and no, you think about it, very few things are that way. I mean, the only, I mean, a restaurant or a cool website or a band, I mean, you want to be cool. I mean, you get street cred for sharing and being the first person to turn your friends on to this site. About the only other thing like us and what you guys are doing, it'd be like a sweepstakes. You know, if you found a great sweepstakes, you're not telling anybody. You hope nobody else enters the drawing, you know? Exactly. So, yeah, it's a challenge. That's a funny way to put it. Yeah, you don't think about that, that if you're putting out really good content, people aren't going to want right. to share it. That's right. that's a hurdle that I haven't even really yeah. thought of yet, but it's definitely something interesting. You guys got all kinds of fun things to look forward to. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for that one. Yeah. I can't wait for right. that one. Right. Now, but sitting there and looking at it, uh, you know, I was sitting there, I was writing like four articles a week and I was pumping out content. I do about 20 different sites for every article that I write. Uh, normally it takes me about eight, 10 hours to write an article. Well, six to 10 hours to write an article in most cases. And when I had to bring on this team and I had to tell everybody where to get all the information from and where I get all my sources <laughs> from, that was one of the toughest things I've ever had to do. So I can only imagine you know, what these people that are getting the golden nuggets sent to them, 
You're right. You know, trying to hide from. But they don't how, want to share with anybody. Uh, how long did it take you to uh, to monetize, like, or to decide that you wanted to monetize? Yeah, we knew from the the plan from day one was to monetize, but we knew you couldn't do it day one. Yeah. I mean, we, you know, it was like it, you don't have a thing, and and it took us to year three. We went two years and made zero dollars and and just sweated it and you know i mean like like most people is and 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 that that's actually a funny story too if you want to hear it is like we we knew you know the million dollar question is okay you've got x number of free subscribers how many of those will pay and and i mean google probably asks that every day how many people would pay for gmail or how many people would pay for you know lots of things and at that time, we had 30,000 subscribers on the free mailing list. And we thought, okay, I mean, I, I said, I've got to find out. I've got to know. At some point, I'm like, I'm going to get divorced or I'm going to, you know, something's <laughs> going to happen if we don't at least know how much money we're going to make on this and if we have a real business or not. And so we did this big thing. We announced there was a big thing coming. And here's the, you know, we, we, it was our big, you know, and I was scared to death. And the question we, I asked everybody I knew, how many people you think will, will buy? And we had everything from five to 10% was what most people thought. And I'm like, you know, cause you don't know. I mean, it's such a new thing. Even now it's a new model. And I mean, when you send out a direct mail campaign, people that have been doing that for 50 years, real mail, you know, they'll tell you that you can expect X percent in this zip code almost every time for a lawn care because they've done it for 50 years. Internet stuff's new. So we rolled out, you know, the paywall went up with 30,000 subscribers. And we, you know, I thought, well, we get 5%, will we get 1%, will we get whatever? And the first week, 15,000 of the 30,000 said they would pay. <laughs> wow. And so it was like, all right, well, then that'll work then. And and now, now of the 500,000 now, we don't have 50% anymore that will pay. But it's, you know, it, that number has gone down. But early on, that was our that was our monetization story that, that half of our free subscribers signed up to pay. Congratulations. I, I just man, took it as a huge. Incredible. Yeah, that was a that was a huge blessing in a in a and I, you know, now in 2021, I doubt that would happen again. You know, it was it was different right. back then, but um it was it was fun. Yeah. I mean it, it's gotta be great seeing that, you know, instant sort of, you know, tangible result when, when you're, cause I, I'm sure you were sweating that out, just hoping that people would sign oh. up. So, so, I mean, that's, yeah. that's, that's why you're still here today. All the, all this time later, it's awesome to see. Uh, I'm, I'm a barbecue nerd and I was at a, I was at a barbecue school thing one time and the guy was talking about, I mean, you know, he asked, how many guys thinking about going to a restaurant and half the people, you know, or raise their hand and says, how, let me guess is I'm, I'm guessing y'all are serving barbecue right now. And everybody that you serve it to says it's the best they've ever had. Right. And like, <laughs> yeah. He goes, he goes, and I'm guessing that the price you guys are charging usually is probably zero. Right. And everybody's like, yeah. And he goes, yeah, you charge, charge $10 a plate for that and see how many people like it. And, right. and that was a, that was a, and that's some truth to that. You know, it's like, cool. it's, it was pretty, you know, so it's, it's, it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. I I think a lot of people, um, especially with how competitive and, and some could even say oversaturated this industry is, a lot of people think that they're just going to be able to start a website up and money is just going to start rolling in. And that is not the case. And, I, you know, I think uh, luckily Chase and I, we knew that from the get go. We said, you know, mm -hmm. this is going to be a lot of work and, and you know, monetization takes a while. Um, and that's something that we are, you know, very understanding, but I, I don't think everybody has that, that same idea. They think that this is just an, you know, untapped that you're just going to start a, a fantasy football website and people are just going to keep, start mailing you checks. <laughs> yeah. right. <laughs> or start podcast. I, I didn't realize when I started a fantasy football podcast that I was going to end up being like a website expert, you know, uh -huh. uh, an editing web expert. Like, I mean, just job after job after job, Jake Trowbridge over there at down to talk fantasy football, put up a post and I'm like, I've never felt something more in my heart than I just felt with that post. Like you just have to check to start rolling in like they do for PewDiePie, right? Well, it's, it's, like, not, it's, it's, it's just so much more. Like you have to yeah. become an expert of so much right. more than just talking football, you know? Right. And right. even when I started, when, when Chase brought me on a fantasy intervention, I said, you know what, I'm, I'm going to be a content guy. That's what I was kind of pigeonholed in. Now, a few months later, I'm, I'm learning how to edit videos. I'm learning how to work in WordPress and help building the website and, and doing shipping. And, you know, it's just, yeah, you got to wear, you got to wear a lot of hats That's if right. you want to make it in this industry. Absolutely. Um, so, so one thing that your website offers a lot of are, are tools specific to leagues. We've talked about that a little bit, and um, that's a really great way to differentiate yourself 
from the competition. So of all the tools that you guys offer, uh, what would you say your favorite one is? You know, that's like asking to pick your favorite kid or something. Man. <laughs> um, Do you know, have somebody I, in charge of each one? Yes. So you yes. pretty much are picking your favorite kid right yeah, now. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and although, you know, like some are overseen by, you know, the same people. But, um, I mean, I guess, honestly, it is time of year. I mean, our, our draft dominator is is something. And, and we've actually got, you know, we, we our original tool, the draft dominator classic, is more of an old school, you know, a program you actually download. And then our, our new, our current draft dominator is an app, mobile app, and then also online and virtually the same experience. Um, that's fantastic. So I, I love that being able to plug in your, you know, give it some inputs and then it gives you back customized advice. Um, but then we also have, I mean, you, it, that also pumps out a cheat sheet for the folks that just like the old school, you know, print out a big cheat sheet and the highlighter. And, and if you're into that, so it, it does the same, you know, the, the thing that I, kind of you know got in this with was value-based drafting and writing about that and all those principles that drives all of it so it's all you know it's all that that is woven in through all that and then and that's the draft time and then the league dominator is virtually the same idea of you know once the the, the hassle and we'll go with this too about problem solving problems and i'll get back to that in a second but the trouble everyone has if you play in more than a couple of leagues it, it's hard sometimes to manage you know you forget is this this rookie burst on the scene or somebody gets hurt and this you know players on the free agent wire and do you pick him up and is he taken in this league but he's not taken in that league and it can kind of get you know some some work um with our league dominator you can super easily see who's available, what league, where they go and, and how it all works. Like, like waiver wire and, our, and I'm, you guys are probably feeling this pain in what you do already, but you do writing a waiver wire article is the hardest article to write because your audience is so diverse out there. You know, if you get, yep. you put a guy that's, that's, you know, well known and then you'll instantly get feedback. Go, I wish I could play in that league where that guy oh didn't get drafted. You know, that guy got drafted in the eighth round of my league, you know, a real league. And then, or you had the problem of you're talking about, you know, more an obscure player that you think should be on the wire, but then you don't talk about the better player that actually is in that person's league too, that they should be picking up. And, and so it was almost an impossible article to write with league dominator. You can write that article and it'll boom, it'll highlight the, the people, the players that SIG's talking about uh -huh. in your league, boom, right in front of you. So it's, and then it'll also pull up players that maybe SIG didn't even write about. That'll show here's our rest of season rankings. These are the free agents available in your league. And this is who we would draft if, you know, if, our, our thing is over the shoulder. We want to be their over the shoulder coach. If Sigmund was hanging out with you and could look over your shoulder and say, I would pick up that guy. That's, that's what we want to try to recreate for our customers. So really just kind of customizing those uh, articles that you write specifically to the person that's reading the article. Right. It makes it more yeah. relevant. Right. Yeah. And then the, the, Ray, my team is super fun. I mean, that's, that one is not so much a tool as it is just um, fun. And it, and it all, and the fun thing about that is, is if you guys don't I mean you, you give us well that was fun actually in creating I'm, I'm rambling about random stuff i know but our guy doug drennan doug's one of our best friends and a key guy at football guys from the from the get and doug's a math professor i mean doug's one of the smartest guys i know but he's a math guy and and i'm telling him what i want i want to be able to have input and create almost like a what's that a mad libs thing where you say i'd like to have a set thing and like you can almost like create this thing based from through database polls we're already writing these things about all these players could we create an article um, based on what they they give us without it sounding like you know an auto generated you know auto you know operator voice thing and doug's like yeah i can do that and i'm like and i'm thinking that's like a linguistics guy or a you know a machine learning ai type project not a math professor and about two weeks later doug sends me this thing and you plug in the guys and it just here's an eight-page report instantly yeah. and it's super fun um and and that creates probably more email for me than anything it's always it's always the guy that we you know you don't want to crush well we also knew if we don't have it real somebody will put in a stupid team and say we you know we think they still might make the playoffs and we get laughed at on twitter so you have to be real but you also have to be careful about you don't want to, you don't want to just crush a guy's team if 
if you know so it, you sort of have to be a little bit honest or you have to be definitely yeah. be honest but a little bit nice and but every year you know week 15 um, i get people that'll email forward me my my rate my team report that gave them you know a chance a low chance of making the playoffs and they've won their league and throwing it at me and i'm like hey good for uh, you buddy that's that's what i like to see i, mean, I, bet I they, you know, they cared about it all year they, they kept it and saved it you know and wanted to throw it well, that's so the thing that's nobody, nobody's projections are perfect you know if no. somebody drafted uh you know robert tunyon in their draft and then put that in you know it's not going to say that they have a good chance but right. sure enough you know he was enough to do it this year and right and, th- and that's the way it is people love coming back and rub it in your face but um yeah it, it's funny that you mentioned that tool specifically um you know my, my buddies and i We've got the trophy sitting right back here as I'm the, uh, the reigning tramp, champ, but we've had this league going for 11 years. And as soon as the draft is done, you know, we get together in person, everybody does the draft, that last round ends, and then you see everybody pull their phones out straight to football guys and they want to see let's see joe's giving me the best chance to win this year and you know that's kind of our uh you know we that's pretty crowned the champion five minutes after the draft every single year but yeah you guys have done a great job i mean that reads like somebody really wrote an article specifically for you it's just kind of mind-blowing to read you guys do such a good job with that we've talked that that, that at one point i toyed you know it it comes out instantly and but i've said you know we should like give a 24-hour delay on this and people would legit think someone wrote it maybe you know and absolutely and, yeah and uh but no we, we give it right off but yeah it, it's a fun that's a fun tool yeah you guys crush it i mean that's that's definitely the favorite tool that that i offer or, or that you offer and and i love it <laughs> um so so something else i want to ask about i mentioned the big name endorsements that you had earlier on you know the the big ones that you see right when you get on the website matthew barry and adam schefter have you know, resounding compliments for football guys. So did those endorsements come after you, you know, you made it or did they help kind of propel you into that? What, what came first, the chicken or the egg, the endorsements or, or the, the big site? Yeah, I don't, I think we were, they, they've both been a while. I mean, it's, it's, it, we've had both of those for a, a good long while. So I, it was probably middle, you know, I mean, Matt, Matthew and I've been friends a long time since, you know, talented Mr. Roto days and, and, um, mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah they, they, i don't think it was a, i don't think they they didn't really push it um you get and those are tricky things too right i mean endorsements or testimonials or or whatever you want i think you can be overdone um you know i think you can get too much of it and it's just like you're trying a little too hard you know when the guys are like you know you, you never trust the guy that tells you how nice he is right you know or, um so um so yeah i think those are sort of chicken and egg things and they're they're both both those guys are super kind and we're super grateful for that you know other it just made me think of that too like the nicest guy in the world is scott van pelt longtime football guy so in fact i need to get him up there he sent me a he uh he uh i got this email a couple years ago and it said it says scott i forget it's svp something and I texted Barry. I said, "Is he punking me? Is this guy really Van Pelt?" And and it turned out he was got. He's a Maryland fan. It was Terp something in the email. And and uh, nicest guy in the world. Like like legit, just incredibly nice guy. Oh, that's awesome. I, I can't even imagine the connections that you've been able well, to make over your time there. And for what it's worth, you've got a ringing endorsement from Dave Kluge as well. If you want to throw that up on the website, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean that matters a lot, guys. That's the thing. I mean, it's it's yeah. I mean, it, that to me has been the most fun thing of just, you know, folks in the industry are, are so nice to us like y'all are. And that's that's super um, gratifying for us. So thank you all for that. We, we actually pretty we much we pretty much had oh. to create this show for you, Joe. Like we have to, <laughs> because of the fact that, you know, we're sitting there and Dave's like, man, I got Joe Bright. Like, I think I can get him on. Like, I really love this guy. Like, I just want to talk about him. And he just goes on and on and on. I'm like, Dave, like. He doesn't really fit our Wednesday shows. We like no. to drink, like to cuss. We like to talk, like. <laughs> yeah, you talk, need Jason in there, right? Yeah, so me. I'm sitting there, and I was like, I, but I really want to do this, and I've actually been thinking about starting up a, a show where we where we talk about building um, podcasts and how we started from the ground up, and how mm-hmm. we and literally tell everybody our story from week to week, and how we're continuing to improve from week to week, and literally just build it out from there. And I was like. You know what? We should look into Fridays and open it up Fridays and, and do it a show then. And then all of a sudden you can make it on Fridays. So we're doing Thursdays. But it was essentially because of you, because you know, we did have this concept. And and honestly, like we took it and ran with it, and it's been even more impressive than I thought it was gonna be. So well, thank you, but that's kind. The the I, and there are people interested in that. I, I get it. I mean, I've 
well, I'm, I'm not talking about this to anybody on public yet, but I mean, I've actually thinking that's probably maybe my next thing is, is, you know, I, know I don't have a name for it yet, but talking about starting an internet business. I mean, not, not specifically about football anymore. I mean, there's, I mean, you guys, and you guys get this too, but I get it, you know, a lot of like, Hey, I want to do what you're doing. I'm, I'm super into comic books. I'm super yep. into you know, whatever RVs or plants or fishing or any of these things. And, and I don't really like my regular job and I, can I make a living doing this? Can I do with, you know, comic books, what you're doing with football, Joe? And, and I think you absolutely can. And so I, I, I think that's probably my, and I'm, I'm, I'm as passionate about that as I am football. So, um, so yeah, maybe we, we have to get together and talk about yeah, that. Well, or we'll something. Stay in touch. But, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I think, I think there's, and there's a lot broader, audience you know i mean like fantasy football is a huge market right but i mean so is saturated <laughs> yeah so is so is people that want to do monetize their hobby you know that's a pretty right. big market too and so i'm i'm pretty excited about that so that may be the next thing from me that is a perfect setup for my next question we're going to get into some super bowl talk after this but the last question i have uh you know regarding the business uh for anybody that's watching the show right now and looking to start a website specifically in the fantasy football industry what's just the the, the best piece of advice that you'd be able to give somebody and that's a hard one i i would say um you know it's crowded right i mean newsflash it's crowded i mean that's the the we were laughing yesterday sigmund and cecil at our podcast had their four thousandth episode can you believe that this oh, um, wednesday great. and that's that's amazing and and we talked about when i was in college and this i'll date myself here in 1988 i got a job as the college dj for uh texas a&m radio and at the 2 a.m slot on like tuesday night and and i would lug a box of album a milk crate of albums across campus and I thought I was the luckiest guy in the world. And I was the envy of all my friends that I had a radio show. And, and the reality was I was lucky. I mean, like who else? I mean, but you tell my, my, my kids now said, Hey, you can share a playlist with your friends on the, on, you know, and they were like, big deal that I can do that in two seconds on my phone. And so I, the, 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 the game has changed dramatically about lowering barriers to entry which is great. I mean, it's, it's great for the consumer. There's, it's never been, you know, but I always say that the good news is barriers are in, to entry are low and everyone can do it. The bad news is barriers to entry are low and everyone can do it. So you've got to claw and fight and get your, your, your space out there. So my advice would be, you know, it's, it, you got to understand it's crowded. You've got to understand how you can bring value to that customer. Um, and that's, that's what the ultimate answer is. I think it's, it's value and how, what problems are you solving? I said, alluded to problem solving. So I have people all the time pitch this idea and it'll be something that's super cool or beautiful or impressive on this. And then my, my first question, everybody I'm, um, if football guys knows that I'm going to ask them this is like, what problem are you solving? What's the, what's the problem that it's doing? And a lot of times they go, well, and really solve a problem, but it looks cool. And, and, and it, it, you know, and it's pretty like that doesn't have a lot of value outside of, you know, I mean, I get it. I mean, I, congratulations, you made something cool and pretty, but it's like, what problem does it solve? Cause people are looking to solve problems. They want, they want something they want, you know, to know the free agents available in their league that Sigmund likes. I mean, they want to know who to draft and how the difference, how Jared Goff ranks differently in a super flex 14 than a, you know, 10 team, one quarterback league. Those are the problems that people have. So I would say advice would be find out the problems you're solving and become that person that can solve that problem, bring value and don't, the money will come. There's not a ton of money in this. I mean, it's like, it's like, there's so much people doing, you got to love doing it, but if you focus on the money that on that, you'll, you're probably never going to get there. You, you, if you focus on the yep. work and giving value, there's a whole lot better chance that money will come. That and is so, fantastic advice. Yeah. I, I have a feeling a lot of people are, that are, you know, in similar positions to Chase and I are going to be rewatching this and, and taking notes. I mean, the, the value that you provided by coming on the show and helping answer some of these questions is just invaluable. So, so I thank you for that. But, um, like I said, it would be crazy not to talk about the Super Bowl because we are just three days out. So thank you so much for, you know, Scott getting a little... sits there and says, I could listen to these all day. <laughs> Over to the Super Bowl. 
mean, right, Scott, Scott's the man. Yeah, Scott is awesome. Uh, hey, Scott, I know you're on the show. So if you get my application this year for the Scott Fishbowl, I'm hoping for it. But let's go ahead and, uh, and jump in um, real quickly here. So, you know, obviously we got so many big names in the Super Bowl this year. Uh, Mahomes, Brady, Kelsey, Hill, Evans, all of these guys. Um, who are you expecting to have a big game, though, outside of those big names? Offense or defense? Who's the one lesser guy that you expect to step up? Because it seems like every year there's at least one. Yeah. My – Dave, I, and we don't make – I, I intentionally don't make a ton of predictions. Um, I mean, we basically predict every player when we do our rankings and, pro, you know, projections in, in the summer. And, my, you know, I hate it when you see these these sites and they'll pull out their five, you know, players they got right and they conveniently forget that all the misses they had, you know. Um, so I, I don't I don't tout a lot of that stuff. But the one thing we did when we had um, we asked all of our staff folks to do a, a, a yeah, we call it a plant your flag. I mean, who, who are you, you going to ride or die with on on your prediction your predictions for this year? And mine was Tampa Bay to the Super Bowl. I didn't say they'd win, but I, I said Tampa Bay to the Super Bowl and Tom Brady um, to excel. And I got a little, was a little nervous early, but it, it went. It wasn't hard. Brady and Tampa was, um, you know, I mean, it was. It went exactly like, and not just me. A lot of people predicted this kind of thing. He went from having, you know, Julian Edelman being his best receiver to i'm not sure edelman could make the roster in tampa you know it's like (laughs) so you go to that and i mean when gronkowski's not even your best tight end you're going to is like i mean so he got a wealth of weapons and you knew with covid and the training camp situations and all that it might be a little rocky at first but he's done i mean exactly like you would hope he would do or i hoped he would do and a lot of people did so i think it's i think tampa's gonna win and I, I think I think Brady's going to have a, a big game. I think he's the MVP. Um, you know, now I think that the un what the key to that though. I mean, obviously, you you can't watch. I mean, you can't watch the Kansas City and not just be in awe of their talent and their explosiveness. Um, I think it's going to be the Tampa Bay defense and maybe specifically the linebackers. If they can be physical early on, and you saw a little bit of that in the Green Bay game. I mean, they were a little chippy and mm-hmm. a little. I mean, I, w- I mean, I wouldn't be a bit unhappy not unhappy you don't want to see a cheap shot but you know i wouldn't mind seeing a flag being a little rough early on and trying to set a tone and and just like hey we're here to push you guys around some and if they can do that and disrupt um i think they got a chance it it could get i mean although i would not be a bit surprised you know if kansas city blows them out i mean it's uh this could be an ugly game if, if things don't go right for tampa yeah, I'm very interested to see how the of... Chiefs' offensive line ends up mm-hmm. lining up because their offensive line, the two tackles are hurt. Yeah. His uh, Remmers is going to be starting a left tackle, I believe. So it'll be very interesting to see how this plays out because they racked up five sacks, five sacks yeah. up against Aaron Rodgers last week. Right. Yeah. You know, if this and team comes in and that's... it's physical, it's going to be game. Right. And, and you already said it, Joe, and I said it yesterday on our show with, uh, with Jason Moore. But yeah, I mean, both of these offenses are elite. You know, you might give the slight edge to Kansas City, but when right. you're looking at the defenses, Tampa Bay just has such a huge advantage there. So my preseason pick was Chiefs over Bucks in the Super Bowl, but really, I'm, I'm catching my four. But I'm, I did, and now nice. I'm now I'm backtracking on it. Um, you know, just <laughs> and and I I, I got to go on the Bucks. It's it's really hard to bet against them, watching the way that they've played so far in the playoffs. I mean, they're just an unbelievable team, and I'm I'm really excited for Sunday. Yeah, it's it's hard to bet against Brady. I mean, it's just, um, and I think I mean people. I mean, you know, Mahomes is incredible talent. I mean, he's a freak of physical. I mean, he just does stuff that's just weird, you know. And you can't you can't coach it. Brady. I mean, I think a lot of people like Brady for that reason. He's just like, and he's not. A, you know, I mean, he's a better athlete. I think than a lot of people give him credit for. But he's not. There's nothing freakish about his athleticism. Right. And he just grinds and he prepares and he puts the work in and he just, you know, I mean, his, it's ridiculous. I mean, it's not, I mean, I don't think, I don't think we can appreciate, I think because we've got so used to it that it's that people just don't realize what we're watching and what we're seeing here, but this is crazy. What, uh, what he's doing. I, I couldn't agree more. Chase, did we get your pick yesterday? I know we talked about this on the show a little bit, but you were hosting. Did we get your Super Bowl pick yet? Yeah. I have the chiefs 31, the Buccaneers 28. Uh, you know, get a little bit nervous, but I think that this game is going to be as high flying as, as what people are expecting. I don't think it's going to be high scoring. Yeah. I mean, sitting there looking at it, what, uh, 49 over under, right? Or 59, wait, 
Yeah. So sitting there looking at a 59 over under, it's still going to be high scoring. But I mean, I'm seeing people put up like, you know, 30, 38 to what do you say, Dave? Like 38, 35 or something? Uh, 37, 31 was mine. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if it's going to get that high up. Like, I still think it's yeah. probably going to hit the over, but I don't know about how much of an over it's going to hit. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it officially becomes the off season for us uh, in just a few days here. So we'll start uh, looking forward to 2021 and, and some projections and rankings and, and fully dive into Dynasty and, and won't have to make these, uh, you know, projections out of thin air as right. of, as of today. Well, uh, Joe, I want to thank you again so much for coming on. Um, I also wanted to remind everybody, you know, Joe surprised us with this right before the show. So we still have to figure out exactly how we are going to give these out. But Joe did uh, provide us with three 2021 football guys, all pro premium subscriptions. So we will definitely find some sort of giveaways for our, our viewers, our subscribers and our readers. Um, I also want to plug our YouTube page, youtube.com slash fantasy intervention. Um, I talk about these almost every single Friday, but we have a guy on our team, DJ, who's been pumping out these um, um, taste testers that are hilarious. We've also got a new channel that we're uh, working on right now called Bar Fights, where we have two people that are giving conflicting views at the same time. And then uh, we just dropped our first IDP content today as well. Jordan Reigns, he dropped a... Uh, a quick shot on Jabril Peppers. So uh, we're, we're really starting to just, you know, widen it out a little bit on the YouTube page. So be sure to check that out and subscribe. Um, also wanted to plug in an article that I just dropped, uh, Zero Wide Receiver Drafting. I've dropped two in the last week, one about why it's my preferred method. And then I did another one where I go through round by round kind of players to target in each round. So whether you're new to Zero Wide Receiver Drafting or you want to get an idea of what it's going to be like in 2021, be sure to check that out. Uh, thank you, Chase for co-hosting today is there anything specifically you wanted to you wanted to talk about chase no you just got to go check out the team go to fantasyintervention.com and then go to uh, meet your support group and you're going to see our whole team there it's like 30 people right now that are just crushing it it's going to have all their articles like troy for example has his podcast up on his page it's bios for each person to be able to you know kind of show off what they're doing in, around the community and it's absolutely amazing so go check it out fantasyintervention.com Make sure you go to meet your support group. And then, uh, at, you know, since we're talking about new guys, I'll be back on tomorrow, same time, uh, Friday, 4 p.m. Eastern. And I'm going to be joined with two of our newer gentlemen. I'm going to have Jordan and Evan on here. So if you want to see some of the new faces on the Fantasy Intervention team, really excited to get them some airtime. So be sure to come back on tomorrow, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then next week, I'll be joined at the same time with uh, Steffi Smalls and Troy King as we're going to be hosting Peter Howard. So just bring any content nonstop. But thanks again, Joe, for joining us. This was an absolute blast. This was, you know, one of my favorite shows that I've ever oh, been yeah. on. It was awesome getting to pick your brain. I mean, just uh, n- never thought that I'd be sitting here chopping it up with you. It was an awesome experience. <laughs> uh, thank you for having me. My pleasure is mine. Thank you. All right. Happy thanks night. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to follow me on Twitter. And thanks for letting me intervene in your fantasy life. We're out. Hey, my mom's dope. My niggas is dope. Switch up a stove. Pick up a stove. They're feeling away. They know.